Hello, we're the Sticky Bun Boys. I'm Michael. And I'm David. Well, I thought Jan was staying. But this is our podcast, Michael. I was only gone one week. Yes, yes, yes. But Jan was so good. She doesn't go for a poo in like five wheeze during the record. She showers before she comes. She doesn't talk over me. She doesn't descend into wheezing fits of laughter that mean we have to spend three hours recording a single episode. But I'm not finished. She also brought me a loaf of sourdough. And frankly, David, she actually watches the episode. Okay, okay, that's a step too far. Only one of us needs to watch the episode. Anyway, I did bring you a gift today, but you'll get it after these. Ooh. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, Michael. Hello, David. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. It's been ages. What did you think of last week's episode? I loved it. Jan is iconic. Oh, I made the bake off, but sure. Oh, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I just, but I thought instead of watching it, I'm just going to listen to you and Jan, and you brought it to life. Sure. I also want to test whether because people do listen to our podcast without watching Bake Off. Right. It's okay. I mean, okay. I, well, look, we're aiming for better than okay, David. No, I mean it's okay as in you can follow along. It's fine. Sure. But I mean, I actually had watched the previous episode, so I didn't know who people were. Right. But it was I got the whole thing by just listening to you and Jan. That's called professionalism, David. It's journalism. This podcast. I hate Jan sometimes. <laughs> anyway, today I have brought you because you got sent loads of dick pics. I did after Bake Off. Too I many. got a few. You got loads because you're single. I have brought you... Is that the only reason? (laughs) Availability? No. (laughs) But I have brought you today dick bics. Thank you for the dick bics. They're quite, um, well, it's it's quite a pointy one. That's that's foreskin. That's extra foreskin on the end. Foreskin doesn't make it pointy. Well, that one is pointy. (laughs) I was was working with royal icing. It had to (laughs) a certain way. One of them does have genital herpes. I did see those ones. And that explosion over there was from from Alex, who's recognised it. I mean, they probably all have it now because they're in the same box being travelled over here. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, my dick pic. That's very kind of you. They're not dick flavoured. They're vanilla. I suppose many dicks do taste vanilla, don't they? Do they? I was a joke about them being boring. I know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, it's a good job we've got some sugar rush, actually, because... Everything's been conspiring against us. Michael has been called for jury duty. He's now the judge in a case. Sending baddies to jail. That's my new job. I am moving house. And at the moment, it's tomorrow. It looks like I've been unpacking my house rather than packing it. Then football decided to switch the day of the record. Mm. And then Alex turns up with about 3% on his laptop and no charger. And also my neighbours have two children who are getting ready for school directly above us. So it's, it's going to be a great record. <laughs> but we are here. We, this is how committed we are, Michael. <laughs> yes, indeed. I enjoyed the episode actually last night. Yeah. I didn't enjoy the first half. And then I got into it for the boxes. I, I think I agree. The signature. So we're at Chocolate Week. We're in Chocolate Week. Chocolate Week. The signature... 
I have written it down, was a luxurious chocolate tart without wheat flour. And they had two and a half hours and it should be a rich, dense cake, basically. Didn't they do torts recently? Or is this from one of our past no, episodes? No, it's one of our past ones. You're right. right. So John Waite era. Yes, I think so. It's one of the ones we've been watching quite recently. Because I remember when we were talking about the tort then, because I think it was a signature as well in that in that year. I don't mind repeating challenges at all, by the way, like all for it, it works. But I don't know why everyone makes them so tall. That was my issue as well, because one person, I think it was Dan, they slated him for, for it being so short. A tot is about an inch high and it yeah. always has been. It's never been a stacked cake. No, unless they're kind of being asked to do like their twist on, I suppose it's a signature to be fair, technically is a twist on a tot. But the twist on a tot can be to do with flavours. The thing I find at the moment is, you know, they've said going back to basics. Mm. It seems what they've done is sometimes gone back to basics and then asked for loads of extras, yes. which is not really necessary felt that with the showstopper slightly it was definitely the signature was definitely one of those ones where they've done a whole lot more than we've seen because when they were doing the drawings the tom hovey drawings they were pointing at cremo and tempered this and mousseline that and all these things which in the judging because there's so many of them still it was just like mm, lovely cake can't taste the raspberry and that's all you heard and it was one of those ones when you're in, when you're baking and you're kind of like i've spent weeks on learning how to temper and make a mousseline and sort out the cremo here you're like oh god why aren't you praising all the things that i made like a genoese for example Uh, (laughs) But it also distracts from the actual bake. I mean, your case is true. You know about cases now because you're now a judge. Your case case is true because the Genoese for yours was like the key part of it. Like the torts here were the key part of it. Mm. And it's annoying if you spend so long doing these extras and actually talk about the tort. Like that's what we really care Mm. about. Would you have done a, because it's not allowed to have flour. I've recently discovered chestnut flour, which also adds a bit of flavor. So I think I'd have done a chestnutty one because it's like Christmas. Yeah, oh yeah, you could have had some Christmas flavours. I think I would have gone with hazelnut because I do love Nutella. Oh, actually, I've just made some chocolate and chestnut. I think they're called cakelets, which I think is just like a small cake. But they're from Giuseppe's Easy Bakes book, which is coming soon. I've actually got an advanced copy, so I'm doing a plug for somebody else's stuff. I should probably plug your Christmas book or something. It's called Tortine Castagni e Cioccolato. I mean, that was perfect, Was that good? Yes. I think that was a really good... um, What's that country? Italian accent. <laughs> you haven't even invited me to eat yet, but I've already tried um, it. It's try delicious. Some? The chestnut seems to make it really soft. Mm. Mm. It mm. like melts in the mouth. Mm. Have that one out. Is it called ASMR if it's gross as well? Is ASMR only like for nice things? It's quite a big mouthful. It's not like you. <laughs> I'm going to say it's finger licking because I just licked my fingers and it was really good. It's really nice. It's a bit different as well. Like You can taste a bit of chestnut in it. But that is, does it have any wheat flour in it? No, no. I was going to say, because that does taste like a tart. It's not, if they were bigger, you would end up with a slightly gooey bit in the middle. It would be mm. a bit more tart-like. Mm. But these are like a tart. And actually, you're right. The chestnuts give it like an earthy flavor. Chocolate works really well with earthy. Mm. So I think you're right. I would have, I don't like, when people do things like tarts, I want to go into the chocolate. Like this is making it go into the chocolate. Sometimes I think when you have things like raspberries and things like that, it kind of, Oh, I disagree. I think you need to kind of break it up with something sharp or something else. I get a bit bored of chocolate all tasting the same. And also, can you hear Alex eating? He's a noisy eater, isn't he? He's a noisy eater. I'm not sure they'll pick it up on the microphone. It's really in my mouth. It's really in your mouth? Where else were you putting it? (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. We should probably get down to the podcast. We haven't spoken about the episode yet. Talking about flavours, I actually really liked Tasha's one. One thing I did find frustrating was the fact that Paul seemed to pretend that ginger and chocolate had never, ever mm. been done before. How He said what? to put ginger with chocolate is clever. Clever? It's every Christmas, Paul. I Everyone. Mean, there's also a sweet, which is just called chocolate covered gingers. That's in every <laughs> shop. Like, 
The, these guys, Prue and Paul, sometimes live a very sheltered life. Or they're being told to say it. Yeah. They want to make the bakers look good, and this is a good way of making them look good. Although, to be fair, I thought this was one of the best ones in the tent. They said it wasn't as neat as it could have been, and the cake was a bit too moist. It's a tort. Like, of course it's going to be moist. But and a bit overwhelmed with amaretto. And it is hard with a tort, especially, to not drench it in booze. But that's the kind of torts I like. I agree, and I think this is one of the issues with this one. Because they're asking for so many extras... I agree that it shouldn't be too puddingy. It mm. should be more like brownie, soft texture. Mm. But because they were asking for layers of cremo and mousseline and things, often it is going to turn a bit, especially if they've laid it up and it's all getting absorbed Cremo together. is the new thing, isn't it, this year? Yeah. Cremo doesn't tend to turn up, but it went viral last year. So cremo became like a big thing. It's quite easy to make. Oh, it's very easy to make. Um, well, explain to the listeners, David. Well, if you go to my Instagram, I had a reasonably viral reel for me. And <laughs> it's basically just... Make, mixing cream and chocolate it's very similar to a ganache the one i had is water as well mm. and then you chill it and then it just makes this beautiful smooth it's gorgeous kind of who else stood out to you i did like the idea of dan's i have to say chili and chocolate tickety boo dan <laughs> tickety boo dan i counted three times during this episode was tickety boo it's like rinky dink peter <laughs> oh yeah tickety boo dan tickety boo yeah, because I, I think chili and chocolate, I actually am not a massive fan of chili and chocolate, but I think it works well with desserts, like mm. when it's actual chocolate. And then I really like the idea, if you've got chili and chocolate, quite rich, and then you've got an alcohol in there as well. Gua- guanabana? Yeah, I don't know what guanabana is, but it's an alcohol spirit. Mm. I think that was going to be really good and it looked neat. I like the way that they tried to pretend there was jeopardy and him having to do his tart again. That was the quick bit of the challenge. Like making a tart Although, takes literally 10 why minutes. why did he do it again? Just cut the top off. Yeah. Was, he covers the top with the glaze anyway, or flip it upside down or whatever. But like, I mean, I've got a wonky oven always. My oven shells don't sit straight, so I'm always just leveling it. It felt strange that he was, unless it was perhaps quite short at one side. Maybe he worried about the fact it would be dry at one end. But I agree. I was even thinking like, make a thing of it. Make mm. it into a, a thing, like put all the things at the top. I found this challenge overall, I wasn't loving it. I was a bit like, right, okay, it's sort of all sort of the same. I didn't feel much... I don't know. It wasn't really hitting the spot for me. Maybe that was because I was tired from a long day of sending baddies to jail. <laughs> no, I think you're right, though. I thought that it was a bit lost. Like, you didn't... You, there was no focus to it. Like, the, the tart wasn't the central bit. Everyone was... That's most people it. were just doing ground almonds with chocolate. There wasn't enough difference. That's exactly what it is. Because the tart wasn't being focused on, there were so many other things. It lost focus a little bit. I did like the sound of Matty's, which was hazelnut and chocolate, so a little bit different. And I liked Josh's idea of using ground pecans instead of ground almonds. It does the same thing, pretty much. And he was very clever because they mentioned about them being a bit oily. And he was like, yeah, but I whiz it with icing sugar, powdered sugar. Yes. So it actually meant that it had the, the same effect. We should probably mention the fact that Rowan didn't use any flour and just used egg whites. Yeah. Which is a tort. I like the kind of more density of having a, a ground nut in there. I like that's part of a tart for me. Yeah, you prefer nuts. I prefer nuts. One thing I didn't like through this whole episode was Paul like leaning into the really obvious innuendo jokes about nuts. We would never do that. Actually. No. Not on this podcast, not on no, this journalism Paul. podcast. I loved the sound of Rowan's actually. Um, if you're not going to put something like a, like a lemon or like a raspberry or a cherry through it, putting coffee in is a nice way of adding a kind of a sharp bitterness to the cake. And his was one of the most impressive ones, actually, I thought. If you're going to take aside the fact that a torte doesn't normally look like a cake, yeah. his looked the most cake-like of the tortes. Yeah. 
Shall I mention the Saku? The Saku tort? <laughs> Which is a very good idea. Very good idea. But why did she write it with the raspberry puree? She should have written it with chocolate. It was like it was written in her own blood, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. And she also started in the centre of the, of the tart. So she ran out of space for her four-letter name <laughs> by the time she got to the side. Yeah, but she kind of, on the K, at the end of the K, she kind of shot a load and it all came out at once. So, oh. oh, I did feel a bit sorry for her. But it looked... The thing with Saku I've learned now is she is, I mean, apart from being just the people's princess she also is a bit scruffy like mm. she's got such good ideas her flavors are brilliant her textures are often brilliant mm. but she doesn't it seems like she doesn't know how to finesse yes any kind of bake yes the best finessed bake for the signature before we move on i have to say was nikki oh yeah it just looked exquisite we've not seen the kind of patisserie level stuff from nikki yet but oh my word, that was gorgeous. Yeah, I have to say. Did you see when they're about to do the judging, Noel said, if they don't get the torts right, they'll slop and sag. Oh, you don't want that. We don't do want you? slop and sag. Some of them did slop and sag. I did but... like when Tasha said, um, the things that you love most hurt you the most. She's had gay sex before, hasn't she? <laughs> She definitely has. So there were some tops and bottoms, but we don't care. We're moving on to the technical. The technical was six individual cheesecakes caramelized white chocolate filling oaty base black currant jelly and white chocolate decoration and they had just two hours look at you writing down every single thing they did <laughs> i know it's only taken about 55 weeks that's brilliant <laughs> i loved this challenge but before they started it they had the words of wisdom um from peru which were um it's all about perseverance and patience and my words of wisdom for today is that black is always slimming <laughs> <laughs> got any words of wisdom to share no, I think I'll go with Prue's actually for the rest of the day. <laughs> Perseverance and patience. I often sure. need that. Sure. And um, this one was a good one because it was a simple thing, a cheesecake. Mm. But how many people have caramelized white chocolate by using a microwave? So it added something in that was going to trip quite a few people up. Yeah. I didn't like the fact that Rowan Strait was like, I've never made a cheesecake. Grow up, Rowan. I've never made a truffin cheesecake. That actually was a very good Thank accident. you for that. I thought it was interesting caramelizing the white chocolate by a microwave because I've never done that before. No. But also when it goes chalky, and I've, when I've been using the oven for it, I just put it back in again and it melts. Yeah, exactly. I think you can do that. You can definitely take it. Sometimes it goes ch chalky first and then you've got to take a, a step further. I think basically the danger is if you don't continue to stir it, one area might get super hot and burn and then it'll seize. And that's what they were trying to avoid. And that's the thing with microwaves. They, they have things that there's these things I've seen on reels where people put like a massive ice cube in a microwave and they switch on and it's only certain areas that melt. Like microwaves, that's why they have to do that spinny bit. They're not very good at yeah. distributing. So I would definitely say when you're at home, give this a go because it will make your white chocolate taste absolutely incredible. In the UK, we have like a Caramac bar. I don't know whether that's like international or not. But it's even better than that. It's so caramelly and, well, just caramelly and sweet. And, and definitely better than just white chocolate. Oh, it's stunning. I don't really like white chocolate, but caramelized white chocolate, I can't get enough of. Ed Kimba has a really good caramelized chocolate and macadamia nut kind of bavois tart, which is mwah, stunning. So really, the issue with this was like, everyone knows how to make a cheesecake apart from Rowan apparently everyone knows how to make the jelly all the elements were not that difficult it was whether people did the caramelization quickly because Dan who knew exactly what he was doing mm. came first because he had perfect cheesecakes the rest of <laughs> Didn't them notice that <laughs> it's because they like a lot of them have spent so long doing the other parts mm. that they was too warm still when who, they came to who made the lumpy jelly 
Because someone purposefully oh. said, oh, I'm going to leave some lumps in for a bit of texture. And I thought, oh, I did this. Because we had to make a mango compote one week. And I was like, well, I don't want it to be mushy. I want there to be bits of mango in it. And then, then I ended up being hoisted by my own, by, hoisted by my own petard, I was about to say there. Yeah. What does that mean? Is that like a know, flag? It sounds good. Is a petard a flag? You ho- well, you're hoisting it, so probably. Oh, it's maybe your pants. You hoist your pants you up. You hoist your pants up. Is that your petard? Let's look at what We could look is. it up. I'm going to look up a petard Actually, is. do you know what? Let's not. Let's just, let's just decide oh. on our journalism podcast. It's when you pull your pants up a bit too hard and you give yes. yourself a wedgie. Yeah. I've got to strike. What were we talking about? Lump, lumpy jelly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think yes. it was Saku that did it. Yeah. I was like, I would have saved that. I would have said Especially because that. that's going to be just a layer on top of a mm. cheesecake. You don't want lumpy bits. It was nice that they had to bake it. Actually, thinking about it, it was a really smart way of doing chocolate week with a different type of chocolate they haven't maybe used before. Like with caramelized or ruby, they might be less familiar with it. And baking, rather than just doing melting things and mixing together, it yeah. was a baked thing. And some people definitely baked too long. Mm. Some people baked at a too high a temperature. You could see it really, really explode and then sink back in. And what about the bursts? What bursts would you put your chocolate in the microwave for? Uh, 30 seconds. So Rowan said, my burst is one minute, 30 seconds on a medium. What's your burst, David? 30 seconds on is that the very best you, high. Is that the best you can do? Definitely. That's all you've got. Exhausting. <laughs> so let's get to it. Tasha had problems. Well, because it was roasting hot and she had a migraine. Yeah, the thing that I don't think people got is at first when it was saying it was too hot, I was like, wait a second. At first I was thinking that is a little bit weak because it didn't even look that hot and we've had the hot tents before and if it was that bad as well it's up to the crew like we had frozen towels in the freezer that we could mm. put around our necks we had fans and things like that shouldn't have that then they mentioned a migraine what people don't realize with migraines i've had them before there's a thing called a postrome oh, david's about to mount his science box here, here we ready? go this is a real fact strap in. if you want to snooze now give it three minutes come back well that's no, really easy it's just after a migraine if people have serious migraines like half people have a hangover the next day called a postrome. And it a can post, be really... postdrome, drome yeah. And it can be really serious. Like people can have really bad symptoms. So I do think she was pretty ill because often with the postrome, people feel faint. And so if you're mixing that with a hot mm. tent... She did have her hair tied really tight as well. That she did. She did. I love a space bun. She looked really good, actually, to be fair. So I just think it's pretty harsh that some people afterwards were saying that this was kind of like, oh, oh. she was doing badly, so she bowed out. This is lies. She was ill and they had to stop it for that. Yes. Do you think the paramedic would have taken her outside and given her all that fucking support? And Bake Off are quite really good for that. A really hot paramedic, by the way. What happened to yes. the paramedic I had? <laughs> He was lovely. I mean, I'd have cut more of myself to go and see that man. <laughs> he was gorgeous. I felt really bad for her. And like, it's horrible. Like she would never have wanted to have bowed out. That's one of the things people don't seem to realize. Like bowing out, you don't want to leave the tent at, under any circumstances. Because number one, you get FOMO. And number two, you've worked so hard to present things. And your brain doesn't go to the thing of thinking, I'll automatically be next week. No. Actually, your brain goes to think, oh, I'm going to be kicked out now. That's it. I've finished. Exactly. And so... Bake Off is very good at taking kind of those things quite seriously. They make sure you take your health first. Because when she first stepped out, I was like, well, maybe they'll give her like 15 more minutes on the end of the challenge. When I cut my hands up, I had to be taken out so they could stitch them back together again. And it took 15 minutes for them to do that. So they took me back into the tent and I had 15 more minutes at the end of the challenge to finish my bake, to make it completely fair and to make sure that I was able to do what I wanted to do. So they they really do facilitate you getting back in where you can. So the fact that she was told to go home proves that she was really unwell. The one thing that annoyed me was that they they pretended like someone still might go home. Yes, that was... I was like, this has been tried and tested and I'm not against it. It's completely the right decision that that kind of wipes that week off the map and you can kind of move forward. 
but it annoyed me that he was like, oh, still people might have done quite badly, so they might still go. And I was like, no one's done that badly. That's what I said to Nick straight away. I was just like, stop playing the game. Like, we just know, because it's not fair. It, then it is unfair. Yeah. If Tasha got to stay another week and someone else went home, it would be unfair. Anyway, technical. Eighth with Saku. Seventh with Christy. Sixth was Josh. Third was Rowan. Second was Matty, who's having a fantastic week. Mm. And then first was Dan, who's also having a fantastic week. A quick review of judging, which also sums up my three most recent dates. Dana, lumpy. Christy, not very good looking, but the right size. And Matty came out too early. (laughs) (laughs) Talking of coming out too early, Rowan's did not look very good and he did quite well. Yeah, he did. I would say, hopefully, if we continue the review of judging, hopefully for your fourth date, Dan's perfect. Oh, oh, look at you. Let's see what happens next week for you. Oh, what about Rowan's? Wow. (laughs) Yeah, you could get that one as well. I think wow gives me the ick as a word. Wow. Oh, it's quite a funny way of using your mouth, isn't it? I think it's related to the one we had previously when someone said, thinking about him going woo on a roller coaster (laughs) makes me feel sick. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. No. No. Right. Showstopper. Oh, dear. What's that? I've literally just written chocolate box cake. I haven't read a time. I've not written anything about it. <laughs> what I've written is edible chocolate pot filled with filled with molded chocolates, chocolates and a chocolate cake four hours. <laughs> I mean, you all watched it, so it's fine. <laughs> what did you think of this showstopper? I actually really liked it. I thought, again, it was a really good way of giving them a slightly simpler challenge, but giving them a bit more room to be creative because the chocolate box itself was testing tempering and then they're just doing a chocolate cake inside and people have been doing molded chocolates more and more over the past years and it's not that hard to do if you've already tempered the chocolate you're just pouring it into a mold great challenge i thought it was good apart from the fact that i think there was a few too many elements or with the briefs they pushed them to do a bit too much i think give them five hours give them five hours or just do one of the chocolates, just do one flavour. Because that seems to be what people did well with. Instead of trying to do three different flavours and three different chocolates, just do one. But they weren't asked to do that. It just said filled with moulded chocolates. But that's why I mean. I think maybe the brief might have pushed them to think they weren't doing enough if they just did yeah, one. Because on Dan the... basically was a genius. He did a quite a simple box, which just looked really effective. Yeah. He did a simple cake filling it and he did one type of chocolate and he aced it. Yeah, I completely agree. What people don't realise is often the, the briefs come with kind of inspiration pictures and then like a, a list of ideas that you could try and try out and push yourself to to do more would you have molded your box (laughs) (laughs) okay let's get it over with box means vagina (laughs) or or anus just i think cavity cavity canal yeah canal (laughs) david referred to areas david referred to a vagina as a canal within five minutes of walking through the front door this morning and it was about 7 a.m well i was trying to make the difference between a vulva and a vaginal canal yes but i wasn't talking about that i was talking about boxes yeah the box anyway (laughs) this was one of the bits that paul didn't make fun of like he kept on talking about nuts all through the episode no reference he doesn't know where the vagina is (laughs) (laughs) i think he does (laughs) sorry paul he will be listening but sorry so did any of them have any dryness? I thought that the worst one... Like, you haven't told me whether you would mould or construct your box. Oh, I would mould. Well, no, I would probably construct because I like doing the construction things, but safety would be moulding. I would mould 100% mould. Although then the unmoulding is really, really scary. But I, what Christy did, which is completely correct, and it's what everyone tends to do in a tent, is they'll practice with a mould at home and make sure it works. And when you get to the tent, you just cut that mould up because you're never going to yep. see it again. Yep. So just get rid of it. So if I, wouldn't, I would have moulded and then I'd done what Christy done... Oh my god, that was really good grammar there, wasn't it? <laughs> I would I would have done if if I were Christy, what I would have done would be to 
cut open the mold. Yeah. Just get rid of it. And that seemed to work really well for hers because hers looked pristine. Absolutely pristine. A heart-shaped yeah. box of chocolates for her husband. Very sweet. Also, welcome Chrissy to the show. Yeah. Week fact, four. Earlier on in the episode, Nick said, I think she's done the wrong kind of cake. And I was like, who is it? Katie, is it? She's called Christy Nick. But to be fair, she's hardly featured. She's been given no airtime because she's definitely going to get further on. Yeah. I really loved the way that Dana went about it. Like, she really thought quite big. Like, Our girl Dana is doing so well. So Dana and Matty, in the first week, I was like, oh, I loved both of those mm. personalities. But mm. they're going out week one and two. No. Brilliant. We love Dana and her, like, fit Instagram pictures. She was making a white chocolate carriage, which was stretching the word box slightly, I thought, um, with some lovely legless horses. It was white chocolate, peanut butter and cream cheese mousse, salted peanut caramel and a chocolate sponge. All of those flavours, salt, white chocolate, dark chocolate. Mmm, give me more. I was more impressed with the box, though, because having it... You like so, Dana's box? Yeah, it was quite big and circular. <laughs> and... But it was actually quite, that was quite a difficult one to unmold. I disagree. A sphere, you can make it a chocolate sphere so much more easily than you can with something that has corners. Maybe it's because her mould wasn't, it's because what you were saying, like, with I would have gone a silicone mould and cut it off, where she had a rigid mould and I was like, what? So you clearly weren't listening to last week, it's all about tension with balls, but the tension for a ball is, like, spread across the entire surface of the ball, whereas boxes have tight corners that are quite fragile. I didn't even watch last week, Michael. <laughs> famously, famously did not. I thought Rowan's was a really good idea. The execution, yes, perhaps didn't quite work out, um, but he does swear it tasted very nice. But doing dark chocolate, then kind of carving out lines and filling that with white chocolate to make a wood grain is a brilliant idea. Idea 10. An execution was maybe like a, a, th a three or four. I think that's been generous. I would even say one. It was definitely the worst one. But like you say, a very good idea. Yes. I love the fact that Rowan even said like he didn't even practice it. Yeah. He was busy doing his, dis his university dissertation. Yeah. One thing I love about Rowan is that he sees what everyone else sees <laughs> and isn't trying to blag it. He's just being quite honest about everything. Shall we talk about how Matty's biggest fear is a chocolate box? <laughs> Really though, for you Matty? just you just told me that you're you need a poo. Are you scared of a chocolate box too? Yes, I am. Actually. <laughs> yes, His I think we do need to talk good. about Matty though. Why is that, David? Do tell. Because Matty made a Genoese. Imagine making a Genoese and getting the credit for it. Right. On Imagine camera, making on the Genoese screen. and getting it wrong the first time though. That was that's oh. scary because Genoese. You know when it comes out and you think like Genoese is a cake that's incredibly difficult to do to Thank actually take on that. a genoese and a showstopper on mm. the great british bake-off you have to have and imagine making a 10 inch one <laughs> and a six inch one and stacking them on top of each other literally i went for dinner with henry last week and he mentioned my genoese and i was like thank you henry crazy. i mean this is crazy <laughs> like to even think for someone to even take that on they must be a brilliant baker anyway it because often if they do fail they go like rubber and you know when it started to fail but mm. he did make them again he came he came it back and he did a raspberry coulis as well and a creme mousseline which i love i the cremes i love a mousseline it's quite creamy and he did a chocolate mirror glaze as well i wrote down actually during the making of this i was like matty is a dark horse we underestimated this man Under sorry to this man but to be fair in week one he was doing things and even the things he was saying which seemed to show that he had zero lack of knowledge of baking and aptitude and now he comes out and makes genoeses and mirror glazes um, someone asked me the genoese who is that who is that oh it was dan dan made a treasure chest which was a box with lines on it filled with white chocolate mousse white chocolate genoese and a coconut de quoise, which i thought was a nice idea to get a different flavor in there they said it was a bit too desserty in the judging but i thought it looked great and tasted great we should probably also talk about the chemistry chocolate box 
because Alison said that you could tell she got a D in chemistry. Did you get a D anywhere, David? No. No, nowhere at all. <laughs> Never. No, you weren't out till you were about 25. <laughs> 30. 30 something? 30, yeah. 30. God, you're the same age as me when you came out. Yeah. Isn't that wild? He was in a bit of a flap this week, actually. I think we, we saw the first kind of stress from Josh this week because things weren't going right. Yes, I wondered whether Josh was one of those like really difficult to stress contestants mm. but actually found out no he's just obviously sailed through until now but what was good though is like you saw him go oh my god everything's falling apart right what do i do pause i'll do this yeah which it seems to be saying he was going to temper the chocolate again and start again but he didn't did he He just used the ones he'd already done that were you can tempered. you can re-temper you can temper chocolate quite quickly no but to temper it and then spread it out and let it cool like he probably literally had 10 minutes left or something yeah it, it was quite stressful for him we also before we finish because we have spent a long time on this episode it's the first assistance of the year dan went to help our queen saku did you see oh yes yeah it was the first time he got assistance and the job that he was given he failed at because he was being (laughs) he was given unmold the chocolates and he managed to get three oh bless him (laughs) but we love to see people helping each other especially when it's our queen saku who had a a nice looking box apparently i'll take their word for it she did she had a, a bit of a mare the first day but then she pulled it back but we had a star baker who we were both very excited about. Yes. Have to say, in the running, I would have been happy if it was Nikki or Matty. Yes, absolutely. Matty, I think, edged it slightly just with the flavours. Matty edged you. And so <laughs> Matty got it and no one went home. Next week, there's going to be two. Yes, but quickly. Sorry, I know you tried to finish there and that was a lovely way to stop, but we're not going to stop yet. <laughs> um, Tasha. So I had Tasha in my top three. But I don't know whether someone who has missed a week can win. Thoughts. Ooh, because Abdul was in the final last year, despite having no camera time across the entire season, including in the final. Yeah, um, he was in the final, but he missed the week because he had COVID with Rebs. And so, was there a thing where he would never have been able to win? No, we are. I think they can, especially if it's through illness. Also, with Tasha in this one, she didn't miss a week. She did the signature. Mm. She did the majority of the technical. Mm. So maybe she would still be able yeah, to. Yeah, I I feel like, in terms of fairness it would be completely fair for her to win because no one went home. So the, 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 the ground has been leveled. But what you've done now is you've enabled everyone to have a good old conspiracy theory. If no. she doesn't win, then we can say it's because she actually should have won, but she can't. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. And also it doesn't matter. It's just a plate. Okay, so chocolate week is over and thankfully we didn't see any chocolate starfish this time. Yes, our Alice remains the only baker who's proudly displayed her chocolate starfish on Bake Off. (laughs) Let's not talk too much about Alice's chocolate starfish. I think it's time for this week's taste test. It comes from Carly. It sounds very American. No (laughs) offence. She says that her partner likes peanut butter, marshmallow fluff and cheese slices on crackers. Ooh, jail or free, you decide. No, we decide, David. They get to listen to us, the experts. It's a journalism podcast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, it's us, interrupting the ads to advertise ourselves. Not like that, I'm taken. I'm not, so I'm not not advertising myself in that way. We digress. We're here to talk about our Patreon. Or our OnlyFans, as we like to call it. Each week, we upload bonus content such as ad-free and extra episodes, exclusive Q&As, behind-the-scenes content, and more. And all of that could be yours for the small price of a coffee each month. Or we also have an annual membership available for a cheeky discount. And you get the added bonus of knowing you're helping us to keep the podcast in your ears each and every week to join us all you need to do is visit patreon.com forward stroke sticky bum boys we'll see you there we got an email about marshmallow marshmallow meshmallow all that conversation apparently all americans say marshmallow let's start with that then so it's marshmallow oh i had started (laughs) (laughs) and we're keeping that in Oh, I thought sometimes Michael like tells me things before we start recording again. Sometimes you need a bit of a warning. Okay. So we're going to go with marshmallow. Let's start with that. So <laughs> peanut butter, marsh, because they get marshmallow fluff in a what jar. What is marshmallow fluff? It's like in a jar, like peanut butter, but it's not. It's like. But marshmallow marsh has fluff. an edge usually. So it's just like no, a spread. No, it's not got a crust. It's like a spread. Is it like the middle of a tonic tea cake then? That kind of marshmallow, the stickier. It's spready. It's more smooth and, sti- and spready. It's, it's like if you hold marshmallow over a fire and take the, the crust off. It's that middle bit. It's just that middle bit. I want that. Oh, I'm not sure you do. Especially not with peanut butter and cheese and crackers. There's a lot happening there. I like the idea of a cracker, especially if it's a bit salty, then some peanut butter, then marshmallow fluff. Cheese mm. slice, although cheese slices in America don't Americans just have really bad cheese? They don't taste of anything. Is it the plastic cheese? Yeah, so if it's plastic cheese, it doesn't matter. It's just a texture. No, Carly, no. Your partner is going to jail. They are not passing go. Not collecting two hundred pounds or dollars. Maybe she wanted him to go to jail, and actually, we're going with Michael because he is the judge this week in the I, case. I am Judge Judy. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, I thought I'd do something a bit different because everyone's been writing in with her thoughts about the show this year and their predictions, including. Some famous faces. Ooh. Ooh. Hello, Amelia of Breadwick here. And before I get into this year's bake- Oh, that's on fast because I she love talks the fact a lot. You so I put it on, I put it on 1.5. 1. 1. <laughs> <laughs> because you often just do um, ums and ahs in the middle of voice mm, notes. I, I, I do through. them really long as well. Right. <laughs> I've heard that. Ready? 
Hello, Amelia of Breadweek here. And before I get into this year's Bake Off, Michael, you and I shall talk about my scrambled eggs. Okay? <laughs> um, 2023 Bake Off. These are an incredibly talented bunch of bakers. And there's really not a bad one amongst them all. They're all really, really great. Chocolate Week. Oh, my goodness. I could not have done that successfully from start to finish. So a round of applause for them. I think my top three have to be Dan, Matty and Josh. I want to be the independent woman that says the women are going to bring it home, but I think the boys have got it in the bag this year. Interesting. Also, very, very, very honourable mention to Saku. I will protect her to the ends of this earth. She is national treasure. Interesting. Also, she Interesting could never again. have done. <laughs> she also could never have done chocolate week because it was week four, and she famously left before that. I love the way she said Amelia of Bread Week. It's like, no, you weren't of Bread oh, Week. Oh, it's because you we home. call her War. <laughs> so in my friendship group, we all have like wars. I'm like War Bakey, and we've got like War Page and War Jeff and War Her, and Amelia is War Week Three. <laughs> oh, bless her. I mean, she is right about one thing. Saku is a national treasure. An absolute national treasure. I agree. These challenges were quite tricky this week. Um, I didn't have Matty in my top three until recently, as he, in last night. He's still not in my top three. He surprised me, but I think he's going to have problems later on. But yeah, I agree. This felt more like a semi-final type challenge. Right. Well, we have another caller in. Do we? Another caller in. Hello, Michael and David. It's Kevin here, also known as Custard Kevin, but only ironically, because we all know how that went down. Um, here are my predictions for the final three. Classic finalist energy, definitely Josh. Um, our plucky fighter this year will definitely be Tasha. And my third finalist is actually Abby. I don't care that she got put out with three. She's going to make the comeback of the century. Mark my words, gentlemen. But I have a question for you, Michael. Who is going to join us in our Elite Week 7 club? A good question. I mean, it's Saku. has to be Saku. Sa- God bless Saku. She's not going to make it. I was, gonna, I was thinking <laughs> she might go a little bit earlier. I reckon she's a five or six. I think she might be next week in a double. Oh my God, yes, yeah, Saku is giving oh. double energy, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Who do you think would be the second in the double? Rowan and Saku? No, not Rowan yet. No, Rowan's been good. Well, Rowan kind of goes up and down. Do you know what? I, a verse king. <laughs> I think Josh might struggle as well. I think just from this week, I'm now not thinking he's going to go right to the end. He might be a week seven. But then Christy did quite bad. Oh my God. It could be any, it could be anybody. That's uh, the point of the show. Apart from Dan. Although, because he did bad in bread week, I just didn't watch it. So I think week seven, I think it's Dan or Matty is my week seven. Do you think, do you agree? I'll go with those for you. I think you'll be happy with those. Do you know, when that one started, I thought it was someone making fun of a Scottish accent then. Hello! <laughs> hello, it's me! That's what hello, you it's me, it's Kevin! <laughs> Every voice note that I play from you goes, Hello, Michael, it's David! <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I always burst out laughing. Um, so we do have some li- listener things before I, before I get your opinions. Cassandra said, Devastated about Abby. Thought she was a final four. Honestly, Saku and Tasha are in it to win it in my mind. Do you think Saku could make it to the final? No. Not not currently, but I would like her to, just for the meme potential. But I did think, I'm with everyone else, that I thought Abby was going right to the end. Me too. And it's a, it is a damn travesty she won't make it to Botanicals Week. Yes. That's devastating. So Mikey says, Tasha has the early winner's vibe, but I can see Josh and Daddy Dan making it to the final too. Daddy Dan. I don't think I like the phrase Daddy Dan. I don't think he'll like it either. No, I don't, I don't imagine he does. Desperate Dan's better. Yeah. Oh no, that makes him sound a bit... 
I meant not Desperate Dan. What's the one that had yeah, the, um, oh, the big Desperate chin? Dan yeah, Desperate Dan from the comic. Let's call him Desperate Dan, but not because he's desperate, more because he likes pie. I don't know. Sarah says, I love the show so far. I'm shocked Abby went home so early. I think Christy, Josh and Tasha are my final three. Side note, I'm an American Sign Language interpreter. Watching Tasha is thrilling in many ways, but the BSL is so fun and also hurts my head because it's so different. Yeah, because American Sign Language, they can do it with one hand, whereas British Sign Language, you have to do it with two hands. <laughs> that sounds very British. <laughs> two hands are important. Christy, Josh and Tasha. Can I ask a question? Has Because we've been saying all the same names. Is there someone that's just never been mentioned once yet that's going to go through to the end? Um, no. There's Everyone. lots of votes for Tasha. Lots of votes for Josh. Christy hasn't come up so much. People have been saying Christy's a bit of a dark horse. No one has said Nikki. Poor old Nikki, who actually... Mm aced it this week not one person has said that she's going to go all the way that is a very good point i reckon nikki goes all the way all the time who is your top three now at this point now at this point now dan mm -hmm. he's just my like clear winner in my head josh yeah which he's he's, he's wobbling and i'm gonna say nikki i might change mine to have matty in it matty dan oh and then it's like christy or josh Whoever holds their nerve the most. Also, we got a message from Brittany this week who says, it's a big day for all those in the US because all the Celebrity Bake Off series are now on Roku. Ah. You are welcome to them. Go and watch the episode where Alison Hammond loses her oven door because that is a 10 out of 10. Right, this is a long episode just now. So let's move into the icks. The first ick is when water ketchup squirts out of the bottle. Oh. Yeah, I mean, that's beyond an ick for me. That's, that's disgusting. I don't actually like ketchup, really, though. Oh, I love ketchup. I think with the newer bottles, you don't get as much watery stuff, but I hate that water stuff. What a boring thing to say. Next up, when he substitutes some cutesy word instead of a swear word, i.e. Oh, fudge and holy shiitake mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't like an oh, fudge, but I no. do like a chuffin egg. <laughs> Yeah, but Jeffing Egg isn't, that's its own swear word. I mean, it's not a very harsh one, but... No, true. That is a bit of a, yeah, I don't like fudge. No. As a swear, as a... Just as grow a, up and swear. Oh my word, the next one. <laughs> the next one is so good. <laughs> Running up the stairs on all fours. <laughs> sometimes though, the stairs are quite steep and it's the most efficient. I do do this one sometimes. No, you are not an animal. It's the most efficient way of getting no. up the stairs. In fact, no. You can do like a quite, you can boost yourself up. I felt my box tighten. <laughs> when they said that that's an absolute no what happens if someone's chasing you no that's even worse why are you chasing each other up the stairs what are you four years old I, I promised if I had married a man and he ran up the stairs on all fours I would leave him and the judge would say correct and I know that because I've been in court this week <laughs> absolutely awful no when you take something off a supermarket shelf, but three other packets fall to the floor and you have to pick them up. <laughs> yes, that's yes, yes, definitely. Yes, that's really bad. I hate worse when it's like 20 fall off, where you, where you knock a whole cascade <laughs> of things off. And I, I end up apologising to everyone around me. I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. They don't <laughs> yes. mind. Even worse when someone helps you pick them up. It's like, no, oh. just leave them. This is me. It's all on me. Let me pick them up. <laughs> Um, and finally, him sitting on a bar stool, but he has short legs, so they dangle in the air. <laughs> Do you know what? That is a massive ick, and that is a self ick for me because I've got particular. I'm short. Your I've legs got are particularly short. short legs. Bar stools, like seriously, <laughs> just put another rung up there so I can put my. Can feet you put on. your feet on the rung? No, like you need to add a higher Dangling one. Dangling ahead, they can the do rung. a ladder step of them. They don't have to just have one rung. See, I quite like to dangle my legs. I don't often get the chance. It looks horrible. <laughs> you look like a child. <laughs> I don't, think, I don't think it's too bad. I think because I don't often get to do it, 
it feels like a privilege but when I'm able. If you were doing it because you were like <laughs> sitting on a wall, fair enough. But when it's on a bar stool, it would just look weird. I think bar stool's a bit weird. The clear winner is running up the stairs <laughs> on all fours. <laughs> I'll go with that. Do you know what? I'm really glad that I'm back. Makes one of us. <laughs> I much prefer the Sticky Bum Boys inbox to mine, and I think that my social life now is basically our only plans. And do you know what, listeners? David's a greedy boy and wants more friends. He's actually quite a lonely boy. So if you want to join our only plans and get loads of extra content that money just can't buy, go to patreon.com forward stroke Sticky Bum Boys. Yes, well, but money can buy it, though, because it's a subscription service. It is stupidly cheap, though. Yes, it is indeed. A reliably informed, just the price of a croissant a month. But no matter whether you're one of our own fans or not, please do continue to message us with all of your icks, stories and questions. And remember, if you don't message, David has no social life. You can send them into to at gmail.com or over on our socials at stickybumboys. Now... I'm going to go and find a bar stool to dangle my legs off. That's gross. Will you climb up the stairs and all fours afterwards? <laughs> right. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Keep them sticky. Ready for the boring bit? Let's go. The Sticky Band Boys are not endorsed by or affiliated with Love Productions, The Great British Bake Off, or any of its subsidiaries. All views and opinions are our own. The Great British Bake Off and all related content are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Oh, very professional, David. In one breath. <laughs> We're all just having a bit of fun, aren't we? <laughs> 